If we do something well, we ought to do it not to be flashy, but because we want to be faithful to whatever God has called us to do. We are working for Jesus on behalf of the people for whom he died, so we should give our absolute best. It's time to get a second mile in living with earnest excellence. Hey, this is Travis Agnew, and thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek weekly to just remind ourselves of the way of Jesus, where in Matthew 5.41, he says, hey, don't just do the bare minimum, but go the second mile. Uh, back in those days, it was a thing that would happen that the Roman soldiers occupied the land of Israel, and basically they could force a Jewish man to carry their equipment for a mile, uh, but just by seeing them and saying, hey, you take this. Jesus said, hey, that may be what the law requires you to do. But have the second mile type mentality where it does more than just the bare minimum be somebody different in the culture uh, where they see uh, something completely foreign to what they're used to. And that's what it means to be a second mile type of believer. Uh, and that's why in the month of May, we're looking at five values that uh, we've been talking at as our church staff about kind of just what we would like to see happen among us about the ways of Jesus doing more than the bare minimum. So it's not anything that I'm wanting you to add to your life, but just more of the sames, uh, S-A-M-E-S, scriptural standard, approachable attitudes, uh, multiplication mindsets, earnest excellence, and simplified steps. And today, I want to talk to you about earnest excellence. What does that even mean, right? Well, it, it comes down to this, that our lives, if we are following after Jesus, he did nothing halfway, right? And so we don't want to offer mediocre attempts and halfway efforts when we are following the one who has given his all for us. So however you find yourself on this very day following after Jesus, we do not want to be someone okay on the first mile just doing the bare minimum. We want to have an excellence, but it's not a flashy thing to get the attention but there's an earnestness that I want to talk to you about, about wanting to do things well because of who we are doing them for. So earlier this year, uh, our church had a treat just to be able to have a significant mentor in my life come and invest in our church family for the week. Uh, his name is Dr. Chuck Lawless, and he is a vice president at Southeastern Seminary. He also does some uh, theological formation for the International Mission Board. He's an author. Uh, he's a speaker. He is just an incredible man of God. And I was been blessed in my life uh, to have a season where he was discipling me and still just to be able have a good friendship now, and uh, just every time I'm around him, learning and growing uh, based upon it. And so when he came to our church, he uh, taught at a weekend conference uh, and then uh, preached for us on Sunday, uh, which was great uh, just for me to sit on the front row and learn from him yet again uh, as he preached from the pulpit. Um, and so, but we were getting lunch that day, and one of the other things, and the just the few things that he does in life, right? Uh, he has served as a church consultant from time to time, and way church cons consultation happens is that somebody will call you to come in and 
kind of just evaluate practices in the church. And so somebody may come in and say, hey, when I pulled up, the signage was kind of confusing. I didn't know where to park, right? Or the music was kind of, uh, well, it was a little stagnant, right? Uh, uh, the, the message fell flat here or, you know, there were uh, kids running around the, the whole hallway and there was no teachers, what, whatever it may be, right? Here's the things we see well, and here's some things that you need to work on. So he, he serves as a church consultant. So I said, hey, I know you're not here for that, but I want to know, like, what's your thoughts of our church, Rocky Creek? And he's like, he's like, I, he goes, I wasn't in consultant mode. I said, you're always in consultant mode. You can't turn it off. What did you think about just the weekend and about Sunday, like from your vantage point, right? And he said something that was like, I thought, man, this is a beautiful way, the way he said it. He said, I felt like everything was done with the spirit of excellence, but it didn't seem like you were trying to be flashy. And I don't know why, but I was like, that's one of the highest compliments that I felt like our church could have gotten that day from somebody that I respect so well. And I think you got to understand uh, where that kind of thought process comes from. Um, but but it, it, you can have something that's excellent and it does come across as showy and flashy and attention getting. Uh, but then sometimes you can say in church, like, well, everybody knows your heart, so you don't have to do well. No, I, I love the fact that he said things were done in a spirit of excellence. They were done well. They were polished. They were put together. Uh, and he meant that from like the way people would check in to the conference, to the way things appeared on the screen, to the timing of how we did stuff, to kind of the, the, the mood and the vibe that we're trying to come across with, with people at the front door and people on the stage. He said it was done with a spirit of excellence, but it, it felt sincere. It didn't feel like it was a show. And I just think that somewhere in there is is a man who's seen a lot of either one um, extreme or the other. And I was so thankful for at least that weekend that he saw the balance there that I think is important for us, that we don't want to do things well so that people look at us and are amazed by us. But we also don't want to do things halfway, especially as a follower of Jesus Christ, because as we live for him, our example says something about how we want to live our lives according to his standards. And so what does it look like to have an earnest excellence in your life as well? So check this verse out from the Apostle Paul in Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. He says, Whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people. I love that verse, right? Because the Apostle Paul was uh, somebody that you would say would be pretty devoted, pretty all in, someone who would give his absolute best. And yet you didn't see him as somebody that came across as flashy or trying to get the attention. But he says, hey, if you're going to do anything, do it from the heart. Do it with your best. Do everything that you got. You're, you should be all in in that mentality as something as if you're doing it for King Jesus and not for people. Now, look. I'm, I'm probably just like you. I'm a people pleaser. I want people to say, way to go. That was really good. But he said, hey, if you're going to look for anybody's approval, why don't you look for Jesus's approval? And the way that you do that is by doing things 
excellently, like right from the heart. Do it with the best that you possibly can. And it's an earnest excellence. It's not, hey, let me get the attention on me. It is, I want to do things well to get the attention off of me and get the attention on Jesus. That's why Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, Jesus even said it this way, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now catch what Jesus didn't say there. He didn't say that you shall let your shine in such your light shine in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify you. No, there is a way that your life shines so brightly because of you actually accomplishing good works that it is amazing to see. And instead of people being in awe of you, they're in awe of the God that you follow. That's what I'm talking about in earnest excellence. So whether you are in church work or whether you're leading a family or whether you have a job that you're doing, whether you're in school and trying to get your studies done, right? We don't want to be people who go, I can do it halfway. No, there should be a sincere and earnest excellence about what we do. Not so that to get people to be in awe of us, but we don't want people to lose their awe of God because we're standing in the way of sloppy, unthoughtful, insincere efforts because we are doing things not for other people. Look, I I want other people to be happy with me. I want my family to be proud of me. I want my church to say we've got a great pastor. I want people in life to say, you know what, you you do good work. But at the very heart, like I just want, like Jesus sees even beyond the external things that I do. He sees my heart. And and with this, I, I can have this mentality say, so I want to have an earnest type of excellence. Uh, that I want to do things very, very well. You and I both know what it feels like to be a, uh, around somebody who feels manufactured. Yeah, it's put together, but you just don't feel like it's genuine, right? And then on the opposite side, sometimes you feel like somebody is just so um, relatable, and yet they just kind of feel like, you know what, it's not really a big deal. I'm not going to put too much effort in it. And this is where I want to balance it. I want to say whatever you do, do it from your heart as something done for the Lord, and not for people. So if you're going to go about your studies, go about your job, go about ministry work, anything that you do, live your life with integrity, care for your family, befriend other people, whatever that looks like, don't do it halfway. Be sincere in your desire to do things according to a heart after the Lord. So that means that uh, as a church, I want people to see that, you know what, you guys are trying, right? Uh, as, as a husband, I want my wife to go, look, you're giving your best. I want my kids to know that. You know, um, I remember the first staff meeting after COVID started kind of really ramping up back in March of 2020. And I said to our staff, guys, I don't know what we're going to do, but I do know this. Our church is not going to doubt in any possible way that we tried. <laughs> we did something, right? And and throughout those uh, first scary few weeks and uh, really unknown first few months, then just to get into the rhythm of this is what life is going to be like, I remember a desire or I guess a almost uh, an encouraging kind of mindset from our church that a lot of times would say, hey, Trav, we know you don't know what in the world you're doing, but thanks for trying something, right? And what do we try to do? We try to be earnest, try to be sincere, try to be genuine. But on the other side, try to also be a spirit of excellence. That if we're doing anything, we are doing it for the Lord. And that's not something to mail in. That's not something to do halfway. 
complete opposite. If we are doing things for the Lord, and if you are a disciple of Jesus, then everything you do ought to be something as if you were doing it unto the Lord, then don't do it halfway. So in your life, what I would cause you to do is I'd ask you to evaluate your life. What is it that you might want to step up right now? What are some things that you would want to improve? And once again, not to get the approval of others, but so that you can do things diligently with a spirit of earnest excellence as you serve the Lord with your entire life. I hope to see you on the second mile.